Welcome to Those Catholic Shrinks with Lisa and Regina. Your favorite podcast about mind, body, and soul. Hi everyone, today's podcast is Mythical Multitasking. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you're like me, but being you know, a busy mom and working and having lots of friends who have lots of stuff that they're doing too, I hear about multitasking all the time. Yes. Um, and people bragging that they are awesome multitaskers. Yeah. This is something I used to brag about. Yeah. Quite a bit. And I, I think I even had it on my resume at one point. Was, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, gifted at multitasking. That's awesome. Um, I just thought I was in a place where I could really handle a lot of things at once and, mm-hmm. and still be effective. Um, that's really funny but actually speaking of multitasking there's something we need to do first yes yeah we need to tell you what we're drinking today so this is a new tea Mm -hmm. we've never tried it before so we're trying it for you on the air for the first time right now (laughs) it is called winter spice it's by twinnings Mm -hmm. twinnings is an english brand as you know very well known brand winter spice and it has what does it have in it? Sweet apple and savory cinnamon, cardamom, and clove spices. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, it's lovely. It's not quite winter yet, as per this recording, but is it winter yet? So. No, but it, no, but mm-hmm. it's very close. It's getting close. It's a little bit chilly in the air. There's a chill. Mm-hmm. Well, for <laughs> Florida, it's like in the 70s. <laughs> but it's perfect. It's very aromatic. I love it. Yeah, so we're taking advantage. Yeah, I like it. It's... The apple is strong, mm-hmm. but not too strong. Yeah. I'm not a huge apple person. Well, the thing I don't like when there's apple in a tea is usually they make it, like, really sweet. Yeah. But this is not overly sweet. Yeah. So I think those savory spices... Balance it. Balance it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Go check out Twinnings, y'all. <laughs> Winter Spice. It's in a nice blue box. Lots of snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Just feels weird in Florida, but that's okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, so back to our other thing. We're going to switch back. Yeah. (laughs) We're multitasking. We're drinking and talking to you, Mm -hmm. drinking tea. I love it. All right, so we titled this podcast Mythical Multitasking because I think for you and I both, as we move through our practice, we notice something um, that when people say that they're multitasking, usually it's not working out so well for them. Right. Um, So it's this idea that we can multitask, but... Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, actually, for years, research research has been showing that we are not capable of multitasking. Mm-hmm. Humans don't multitask. Um, it's fascinating because I really think it's something valued in our culture, mm-hmm. just this ability to take on everything, and I, you know, I'm getting it done, I'm going to do all of this, you know, show you what I've accomplished, and, uh-huh. and it's kind of, it's very unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, it's just very odd how we've gotten to this place in our Mm -hmm. society where it's almost expected and a norm to be juggling multiple things and to be doing multiple things at once and how it's seen as a value, Mm -hmm. seen as valuable. Yeah. Yeah. As a strength. As a strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Rather than just being able to focus on one thing at a time Mm -hmm. and say, okay, I focused on this and I completed this. It kind of reminds me of, um, Clearly, I have children um, of Cat in the Hat. 
Okay. You know, where he's like talking about bouncing on the ball and I've got, I'm bouncing the fish on the rake and like, <laughs> here's this dress over here and I, I'm baking a cake. And you're like, wait, what is happening? This is chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're in that a lot, you get used to it and you don't realize how chaotic it can feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you kind of stumble through things and then people will, people really do believe I'm, I'm willing to bet there are people listening to this right now saying like, well, Everybody else can't multitask, but I can. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. I can totally multitask. But no, research really does show. And it's actually very specific in what it says, is that we cannot do more than one cognitive or thought task at a time. Um, so really, you can only ever be thinking about one thing at a time. So that would be like, you can either be reading or you can be listening. Um, right. You can either be remembering something or doing a math problem. You can't be doing both. Mm-hmm. Um, you can either be talking to somebody or you can be typing. Um, like you can't be doing both of those cognitive, those thought tasks at the, literally in the same moment. Right. You can only be doing one at a time. Um, and again, I think there's going to be people who have fooled themselves who mm-hmm. will say like, no, 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 but I can. Like I was totally talking and typing the other day, like somebody was at work and was talking to me and I was like typing up a report at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's actually not true. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think I fooled myself for quite a long time with this. Like, mm-hmm. And like you said, I think I just got used to the chaos mm-hmm. and not really acknowledging the fact that I wasn't really getting anything done. And I think a lot of people know this whenever you're on the phone speaking to someone and they are involved in another task, you can tell. Yeah, it's so their, true. <laughs> their voice changes, uh-huh. and they are no longer attentive to you in that conversation. All of a sudden, you're like, are you watching TV right now? Like, you're on the phone. You're like, what are you doing? And there's something that changes in that person's voice yeah. to let you know that their focus has shifted mm-hmm. away from you. And so if that person on the other end thinks they're multitasking, in reality, they're really not. We've all experienced that. But... <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. The mm-hmm. second it happens, and it's frustrating for the person who's just listening, right. who's not doing the multitasking, right? Because it's like no, but and usually the other person will be like, no, 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 I'm still listening, right? Like, <laughs> you're not and you listening. Know they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what I think is interesting um, is that in in psychology, what they do is they call this. It's not. It's not multitasking. They call it switch tasking. Mm. Is really what you're doing is you're moving, you're switching very quickly from one task to the other. Mm. So, um, you know, I think one of the the things that happens to me a lot, especially on the phone, like your example, is I'll be talking to a friend and I can hear them in the car, right? And they'll be driving and they'll have gotten somewhere, and I can almost always tell just based off of like what you're saying mm-hmm. when they've arrived mm-hmm. because. They stop, they switch from our conversation to like parking. Right. And I can hear them like not really understanding what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then they'll jump back in. No, no, no. Oh, oh no, I heard you. I heard you. I know it was going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I can hear them like the like door opening and like people right. getting in and like, or you'll, you'll have it when they're trying to check out at like yes. the grocery store. Yes. Another big one. Yep. That's like, when you cannot multitask. Yes. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's a great example. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's perfectly perfect example of switch tasking. Mm-hmm. Um, and really what it is is it's a start-stop process. So you, uh, you've, stop, you've stopped talking to me and you've started checking out. 
And now you stop checking out and you started talking to me again. Right. So you're definitely not doing both things at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. You feel like you are because the phone call is still going. Mm. But in reality, your brain has switched from one tap to focus on one to complete the checking out and mm -hmm. then re-engages back in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's funny, again, the research is showing, they've done a bunch of like funky experiments with this, but um, that it doesn't actually save time. So like, okay, when I'm checking out at the grocery store and I'm having that conversation, I've saved time because I've taken both of those tasks, each that take five minutes. Mm -hmm. And now instead of it being 10 minutes to complete it, I completed it in five. Mm -hmm. What the research is showing is that it's actually, it costs you time, that it's actually less efficient mm -hmm. to do those things. Um, so um, the example of like talking to your colleague and typing again, five, maybe five minutes each. But what ends up happening is instead of it taking um, five minutes, it ends up taking like 15 minutes because right. you're constantly having to like come back to where you were when you were typing and then like re-ask the person a question. Mm -hmm. And when you add up all the minutes, it ends up taking 15 minutes rather than the 10 that you thought it would have initially. Right. If that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause I'm just thinking about a workplace environment and, you know, constant interruptions. I know a lot of workplaces now have the pop-up messengers that happen mm -hmm. in like Outlook or Google. Some people think that's a good idea to, so we can all constantly be in communication with one yeah. another and reach someone or, or, you know, emails popping up, like you had mentioned earlier. And I mean, I just think constantly being interrupted, whether it's a phone call at your desk or the messenger pop-up, mm -hmm. it takes your attention away from whatever it was you were trying to do in that moment. Mm -hmm. And therefore it slows down your ability to finish that task Yeah, because you got distracted and you were pulled away elsewhere. So it makes perfect sense that it would be 10 minutes when it could have just easily been Mm -hmm. a two minute email you were typing out, but then you had to respond to the little message pop up Yep, <laughs> and come right back. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that they're finding that not only is it less efficient, like you're talking about, but you end up making more mistakes mm. in both of the tasks. Mm. So that email that you're typing, like right. you're going to have to go back and revise some stuff mm -hmm. or you accidentally send it out and realize that like, Oh, that was not what I wanted to send out. Right. I know that's happened to me before. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or even remember what it was you were typing in the first place. <laughs> right? You lost your train of thought. You have to go back, reread, revise. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and not only, so it makes you less efficient, you're more likely to make mistakes. And this one, I, I'm like, yes, this is so true. It saps you of energy, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, again... Our brains aren't built for this, like what you've been saying um, and the research shows. So that's taking a lot of cognitive energy to have to overextend ourselves in these ways. Um, I mean, I know, yeah, I, I feel like I hear about it quite a bit, you know, yeah. especially with high schoolers. And mm. there's just so many devices now used in schools a lot of days. And yeah. I think that hits on that multitasking thing, you know, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're doing homework assignments that we have to find research on the internet or whatever, but now we're also getting messaged by our friends and yeah. it's just a lot. Yeah. And then you walk away from like 30 minutes of working on all of that and you feel like, oh my gosh, I need a nap. 
Right. Your brain is really tired from the constant stop, start, stop, start, switch, 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 mm. versus just staying focused on one task and saying, okay, I'm going to write this email out that I've been planning to send for a while, and I'm not going to look at anything else or do anything else, or I'm going to work on this report that I've been planning on, right. or do this research, or read this book, um, and just doing that one thing. Usually I find when I focus on one thing and then complete it at the end, I feel energized. But when I'm like constantly switching around, you end up feeling like a hamster on a wheel. Yeah. And extremely stressed. I feel like that's mm-hmm. happened to me. Like, yep. And what I realized about the multitasking that I wasn't getting anything done and I was actually feeling more stressed about <laughs> all that I had to do and all I need to accomplish and why isn't it getting done? Yep. And I just needed to slow down. It was just too mm-hmm. much and I just just sort of naturally became averse to it. I didn't yeah. enjoy multitasking. And I said, you know what? I need to stop because I'm getting yeah. too stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually the next point is it causes more anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, like it, like you said, like, I feel like you end up walking away wondering what it was you even did. Like I was putting all of this energy in and I needed to get so much done and it feels like nothing got done. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's full of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> So it just causes so much anxiety and then you feel like, how am I ever going to get everything done in my life that I need to? And right. when it feels like, cause it, you know, there's some, there is like, um, something that happens when you com- fully complete a task mm-hmm. where it's, it does, you feel like, okay, I have the motivation to go on to the next thing. Right. Um, but if you always feel like things are half done mm-hmm. and then not done well, there's not a lot of motivation to keep trying. Right. Know? it's making me wonder, just thinking about prayer in general, hmm. and when we're sitting in prayer and all those thoughts come in and we're getting frustrated and we're distract, distracted in prayer and thinking, oh my gosh, I, you know, I can't think about this. I need to just be focusing you know, on the Lord. And um, I wonder if it's because we've sort of trained ourselves hmm. to have so many things happening all at once Mm. and it can make prayer really challenging Mm. because we're not used to staying focused on one task our brains are not used to that you know if we're if we're Mm. multitaskers yes um (laughs) I I don't know just throwing it out there it's not backed by research but no that makes a lot of sense like I think you have to cultivate stillness in your life that is something that Mm at least in just in my experience and conversations with other people is like, if you're not used to quiet, it can be unnerving. Yes. You know, for a while in my car, um, I have like one of those like screen panels, you know, where like the radio is like on a touch screen. Yeah. And, um, it went out one day, like totally black, no radio, none of the buttons worked. It's like so frustrating, especially cause it had a backup camera and you get used to that. <laughs> um, and then I was like petrified to back up for like weeks. Um, but we just didn't have time with the kids to get any of that fixed. So my car had no radio, no like CD, nothing. There's mm. no way to like Bluetooth anything in. Mm. Um, so my car is just completely silent. But it was funny because for me, it didn't make a big difference because I don't really listen to the radio in my car anyways. Mm. I usually use it as a time of prayer. Um, and other people would get in my car and be like that that has to be so frustrating for you. Like, actually I didn't even notice because I've just worked on cultivating silence in my life and sitting in silence in such a way where 
it didn't even make a dent to me. I'm like, right. ah, I can go months without this radio. Right. But you could tell people who weren't used to the silence in their life because mm-hmm. they get in and be like, I can't. What, where's the where's the why's the radio not working? <laughs> so funny no yeah that's beautiful you know mm-hmm. just another way to practice that yeah mm-hmm. i did that i do that as well with my radio it's very helpful yeah mm-hmm. um you know and i think another way that that multitasking kind of hampers um our strengths is um that it actually has shown that it decreases creativity too mm. um so you're so busy moving from this to this to this to this. Like, you don't give your t- your brain that time and space um, to think of new things or to creatively have workarounds or because you're so busy and inundated that it doesn't have... Because creativity and, like you said, prayer require space. Mm-hmm. Multitasking doesn't give you any space. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and we all want to be able to be a little more creative, right? <laughs> so if you notice you haven't been as creative as you usually are lately, mm. maybe you're giving your brain energy to too many tasks. Yeah. Now there's an exception you found. Yes, I did this. find an exception. Um, that it, researchers found that you can multitask if you're doing a cognitive task and a physical task mm. that you've done often. Okay. So, obviously, we can walk and talk. Right. We are capable of walking and talking. Um, Or if you're a knitter, if you're somebody who knits, Mm -hmm. you can be knitting and having a phone conversation at the same time. Right. So that's the one exception. Um, And, um, but what's funny is they're also finding that it might not be a total exception. So one of the the examples that the research used was, um, again, walking and talking, but specifically walking and talking on a cell phone. Yeah. Um, and what they found was that people are more likely to run into other people and they don't notice what's going on around them as Mm -hmm. much. And the way they figured this out, I think this is like, this is one of those things where you're like, what researcher came up with this? (laughs) So they put a clown on a unicycle (laughs) and they had him going down the street. (laughs) And then later, farther down the street, they pulled people mm-hmm. and asked people, they saw, found people on cell phones and not on cell phones. And they asked the people on the cell phones, hey, did you notice the clown? And like, invariably, people were like, yeah, it was a clown on a unicycle. <laughs> How do you not see that? <laughs> but the people walking and talking on the phones drastically noticed the clown on the unicycle less. Mm. Many of them didn't even see him. Wow. So... It's not, like, they still walked, they still talked, but, like, were they actually paying attention to what was going on around them? Wow. Even something as, like, ridiculous as a clown on the cycle. <laughs> so what they tell you is true, ladies, to be safe walking to your car at night. Don't be on your phone. Mm-hmm. Because then you can pay attention to your surroundings more. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Wow. I mean, it just came to me as you were talking mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's really true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. So if you're like, I think you and I are both probably similar. Like we both either were multitaskers in the bat in the past or like sometimes fall back into it. Cause I right. totally fall back into it. Yeah. Um, how can you go from multitasking to single tasking? Mm. Mm. Well, I think one cool idea is to divide up your time. So do Mm -hmm. time blocking chunks, right? So maybe, you know, 
every Tuesday is, you know, I don't know, email day or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on your your line of work, that might not be Mm -hmm. possible. Or maybe you divide up hours. Every Tuesday morning, you know, from 8 to 9 when I first get to work is emails. And then from 9 to 12, I do phone calls Mm. or reports or projects and then lunch. And then so if you that way, if an interruption comes... Right, you finish your emails by nine o'clock, and now it's ten o'clock, and an email shows up. We're not answering that email. Mm-hmm. It is now report time. Yeah. <laughs> it is now making our reports for the day and our projects. And when we do that, that really helps you able to be focused and have less interruptions mm-hmm. and be more efficient. Yeah. Um, you know, the emails can come. You know, maybe later in the day. Maybe have an afternoon chunk for emails again. Mm-hmm. But. Um, you know, that's, that's one way you can do that. Yeah. Cause I think that makes sense too, because the standard is like 24 hours for businesses is 24 hours to respond to an email. Right. So yeah, if you check it in the morning and then in the afternoon, you have plenty of time to be able to, cause I think sometimes it's it, like, I don't want to miss an important email and I don't want to like not respond to something. But if you set those times in right. and you, and you remain faithful to those times, right. then it it actually ensures that you don't miss things. Right. And it's difficult, too, depending on the culture of where you work. Because sometimes people use email almost as if it's an instant messenger. That's true. Service. So mm-hmm. that's tough. But, you know, maybe you could be more selective about what emails you respond to and what you don't. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the trick because we think we're doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we're not. So maybe being... Maybe email isn't one of your things you do a chunk of time for, depending mm-hmm. on where you work, but being really mindful about your other activities throughout the day and what you're, what you're scheduling. Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting. One of the things um, that you can also do, for, like if you're time blocking, say you can't necessarily um, time block your emails, but what you can do is if you time block saying, okay, I'm going to work on this report for an hour and a half, you can silence your phone. Right. You can silence your emails. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another big thing to do. Absolutely. I, it's a life changer when you put that phone on silent. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> because there's so many unnecessary notifications. Oh my gosh, yes. And if you're constantly looking at your phone mm-hmm. every time it goes off, it's, yep. I mean, you will not, you will not get anything done. No. And there's a reason why you, ins- when you install a new app, the app like automatically is like, do you want push notifications? <laughs> you want my push notifications, right? You want them. You want it. You want it. And I'm like, no, Shutterfly. I don't need your push notifications. <laughs> I don't need reminders to Shutterfly my photo albums. Yes. Like. <laughs> um, but they they do that because they know like the way our brains work. Like it, that drew, and this is actually happening right now. I downloaded Shutterfly and it keeps. I haven't turned off the notification yet. Mm. And it's so frustrating because it's like, oh, do you want like these 10 free magnets? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I do want this 10 free. I'm like, how, am I, how have I spent half an hour on Shutterfly's website? Yes. And it it's just kind of how our brains work. Like right. it draws our attention and we kind of, we go down rabbit holes without really thinking about it. Like I don't need to be like looking at 10 fun free magnets in the middle of my work day, <laughs> but because it automatically set that way because they're smart and they know how our brains work mm-hmm. and we just have to figure out how to circumvent that. Absolutely. And some of you might already do that naturally too with the time chunking. I mean, 
if you are somebody who has to be out for work and travel, you know, Mm -hmm. and have meetings. So you might reserve all your meetings for one day of the week. You know, Thursday is the travel day where I'm out of the office and I'm, you know, I'm just going to stack my day full with 10, 12 meetings Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, two meetings where I have to travel every day of the week Yeah, because you realize that's more efficient to just have that be my meeting day. The only day where I have to wear my nice business suit, right? <laughs> and then the other days I can come in a little less fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps you be more efficient and yeah. focus on the other things you got to do that day. Yeah, because transition time saps you of a lot of time. Uh, and then I like this last one. Yeah. Each day set a small set of priorities and focus on those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think you, you've been saying it a lot. Like, we just have so much stuff that we're trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. and what does that cause anxiety exactly (laughs) anxiety and I think one really cool thing I read um once was talking about um how to divide up responsibilities or tasks and how to figure out if it's a good idea to you know do that task in that moment or not you Mm -hmm. know is it is it urgent is it important is it unurgent is an unimportant and so you mm. kind of have this quadrant of urgent important urgent not important up at the top right the first two quadrants and then the bottom quadrants are urgent not important and unurgent unimportant okay and so there could be things that come up that and that's the temptation is we get distracted something important comes into our inbox or somebody comes mm-hmm. in with something important but is it urgent is it something that needs to be addressed right now mm. If the answer is no, that is not a priority that we need to complete. We need Mm -hmm. to focus on the urgent, important things Mm -hmm. first. (laughs) Yeah. There's lots of things that are important to be done, but are they necessarily needing to be done right now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really, you know, thing that I try to run through my mind Mm. when something comes up. I'm like, is this something that needs to be done right now? Yeah. And if the answer is no, forget about it. And that's not my priority for yeah. the day. So what you say each day, such small priorities. Mm-hmm. What is it that I need to do today Yeah. that has to get done? Yeah. That's very urgent and important for mm. me to do. And that can help you figure that out. Yeah. I like that too because kind of going back to like the notifications on your phone thing, that no- a notification on your phone feels urgent. Yes. And then it tries to make you convince you that it's also important Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's urgent and unimportant Mm -hmm. exactly and but because it feels urgent you're like it must be important it's like no shutterfly that's a perfect example of a urgent unimportant right thing and those are things you can just cross right off the list exactly and it's like there anything better than like crossing something off of your (laughs) list and like i don't have to do that right (laughs) but i think that's a great way of um, kind of teasing out, like, because part of like having a smaller set of to do's and priorities is just saying like, no, that's actually not something I'm going to do at all. Right. Which I think in our world that doesn't happen very often anymore. No. It's like every email has to be responded to like every to do on my to do list must be done. But I think sometimes there are things that are just, yeah, it might be urgent, but it's unimportant and I'm not going to spend my, spend my time on it. Yeah, absolutely. So mythical multitaskers. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Slow your roll. (laughs) I love it. And we promise, you know, um, it'll be 
you'll find yourself reducing mm-hmm. your stress and anxiety and you might be getting things done a lot more efficiently. Yeah, single tasking is the way to go. It's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So if you time block your email and you've been meaning to send us an email, you can time block it. <laughs> You'll be more likely to send an email to those Catholic shrinks at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, email us, please. Set aside five minutes and say, this is the time I'm going to email them. <laughs> I email them all of my burning questions. I'm going to turn off my cell phone. <laughs> those Catholic shrinks at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Bye.